11.22 on a Thursday. Well, we're almost near the weekend. Yay. And you're probably wondering why my voice sounds the way it does. Well, I'm still looking for a job. I'm not really happy on the job front. Um, and I want to be positive and strong like I always tell everybody. But I feel like trying to find a job in the field that I do, I thought it would be easier, and it's not. It's very difficult. I didn't think it was going to be that difficult. I mean, I don't understand employers. You know, they claim that they need people, but yet when you apply for a position that they put up on a job board, you get a rejection right away. They look at the gap on the resume, or you're too... You're underqualified, you're overqualified. I mean, I don't get it. You have too much experience, you have no experience. It's like, well, what is, which is it? Which do you want? If you're overqualified, they want someone entry level. If you're, uh, if you're not as experienced as they want you to be, they want you to have, quote, the degree. Again, Having a college degree is overrated. I'm sorry to say it. Not everybody in life who has a college degree gets their dream job. That's just impossible. And if you if you think that because you have a college education, you're smart, well, what about the people who have just high school diplomas? They're stupid? Uh-uh. Everything I've done in my life, I've done very well. I've gotten compliments from people, from companies, from other jobs that I've done in the past. Not everybody compliments. Some do, some don't. It all depends. Depends on the employer, the person you work for, because not everybody will tell you, hey, you're doing a good job. Nobody will tell you that, nobody. So the thing that I want to make clear is, again, having a college degree is overrated. If you have a high school diploma, that's great. I mean, I went to college. I never finished, but I did go to college. I just feel that it's really not important. In this day and age, what's important is experience. If I had my own, my own company, my own company, what I would be looking for is someone who is a hard worker, who's willing to do new, you know, learn new things, who's willing to just learn. It doesn't matter to me if you have a degree or you don't. I would actually take people who don't have degrees because I think people with, who don't have degrees uh, are just as smarter as people who, who do. That's just my personal opinion though. That's just my personal opinion. You don't have to agree with me on that. I have book smarts and people smarts. And I read a lot. See, most of the times I do read, I read so much. I have, that's why everyone says to me, how do you know so much? By reading. By reading. And I can read anything. Anything. It doesn't have to be anything specific. Because you get that lesson. You get those lessons from learning, from reading, from, from, from observing, from watching. I always like to think that if I watch people, if I watch people and see how they do something, then I can pick it up. But if you're gonna sit there and drone on and on and explain to me what needs to be done, well, I'm sorry, how am I gonna learn like that? Like when I was learning how to uh, do a computer program back in the day, 
I taught myself. I had the book in front of me, the manual, but I taught myself. I sat there on my lunch break or even after the day was done before going home, I sat there and I navigated my way around the screen and it was fine. There was nothing wrong with that. Because when you go to a seminar or you have a teacher come in and teach you like a class, it's really hard to learn from someone else's teaching. I'm sorry to say it. I have better, better luck in teaching myself how to do it. Because again, yes, you can look at the owner's manual that they provide, the, the manual on how to you know, navigate through all these different screens and, and to move around and stuff. But to be honest with you, I can teach myself and I can do just as good, just as a better job, if anything. That's why I think in the working force, I think employers are very picky with people. Oh, I don't want you because you don't have this or you're not qualified or, you know, stop nitpicking. Give a person a chance to prove their skills, their worth. Don't start judging. Don't start analyzing. You're going to lose a good worker. You're going to choose someone who has a college degree versus someone who already has the experience and doesn't need the training. But then I said to myself, why should I go out and look for a regular job when I can go out into the acting world? Now, how many people have failed at auditions? People want a certain look, a certain personality, but you gotta give people a chance. You can't just start by, okay, I don't like this person because of the way they look. If you start judging a person by the way they look, that's very wrong. That's discrimination right there. You know, in, in fine print, they say, we accept everybody. It doesn't matter what race, religion, status, we accept everyone. Well, do you really though? Because if you have that in your clause, in your contract, then when it comes time for someone to come in and do an audition and you say, well, I don't like you because you're too short. I don't like you because you're fat. You're discriminating right there. And you clearly said in the contract, clearly said in the contract, you don't discriminate, but yet you're doing it. Why? If you think about acting, let's just pursue that. And I had a dream when I was younger of being an actress. And I know I could do it. I used to put on movies and like shows for the neighborhood kids. Me and a friend of mine back in the day, we'd watch a movie and then the next day we'd perform it. We would take turns playing the characters and everybody loved it. And I thought, well, maybe I could do this for a living, but I don't know what happened. And I think it has something to do with being shy. Now, I've gotten into this topic before about introverts and extroverts. I am both. It all depends on the type of people you hang out with. And you said, how can you be both? You can be both an introvert and an extrovert. You don't have to be either or. It all depends on the people you're around. If you're a bunch of, if you're with people that are shy, yes, you're going to have that shyness about you and you're not going to speak up. If you're hanging around with people that are outgoing, they're going to draw that out of you. But to be honest with you, I don't want to that type of group because that type of group draws too much attention to yourself. And uh, you know, I'm a very private person. I keep to myself. I'm not saying I'm stuck up or conceited. I just have that measure of privacy that's important to me. I don't want that too much attention drawn on me. But at the same time, the things that I want to do in life and helping others, yeah, I want that attention. I want the spotlight on me. Because then I can tell people, you know, and, and explain to them that the struggles and obstacles are going through, it's just temporary. 
that you need to be positive and you need to focus on yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to be positive in be positive in a negative world. If you think about it, everything that happened the year before, yeah, people were just giving up. I'm hearing of suicides, I'm hearing of depression and loneliness and sickness and it's like, and the people who don't have anyone, you feel bad for them. They don't have any family, they don't have friends, they're basically on their own. They're thinking, well, why am I here? What's my purpose? They have nobody to turn to. And that's a shame in this day and age because we all need friends. We all need someone to, to lean on, someone who can give us 110%, someone who will be there for us in our time of need. Because there are times myself when I feel so alone, there are times when I feel so depressed, there are times when I feel like I don't really want to be associated with family. I want to talk with someone who has an objective opinion. So if you have a friend, you get a chance to go out with them, have lunch with them, just spend time with them. I don't have that. The friends I had in the past I had gotten rid of because they were not good for me. They were quote, poison, toxic. They're the type of people that just didn't care what happened to you. You know, that's a shame in this day and age if you say to me, I don't care what happens to you. How shameful is that? That's very shameful. And I think to myself, why are we going through this? This is just terrible in and of itself. I like to think that I could help people like myself, but help others say, look, I'm going through similar struggles that you are right now. My life right now is pretty boring. There's nothing exciting going on. I was in the process of doing a video series on YouTube. I just don't know how to set up a YouTube channel. I don't have the capabilities to do it on my phone. So maybe I should do it on the laptop, but I don't know how people do it. I don't even know, you know, to do these podcasts, I wanted to do them live, the way you see them on YouTube. You see everyone has the office, the, the headset, everything all set up, but that costs money to have all that equipment. And I don't have that type of money. And then I said, well, okay, well, maybe I could just do the web series, but do it in, in bits and pieces. Like maybe do like a, a less than three minute uh, chapter on Instagram. But again, I don't want to draw the wrong kinds of people on Instagram because Instagram, everybody's so critical of one another. Everybody is so, uh, like they badmouth one another. They, they pick on one another. Stop doing that. Stop. We're not in high school anymore. We're grown adults. Why do we have to act like we, we have to trash somebody when they put something up? I've seen the way people act. I follow them. I don't, I don't put my two cents in unless I think it's something that is important to me, okay? But I don't like when people bully others. There's no room. There's no room. For, that's why I don't even go on Facebook. Facebook is the worst when it comes to the bullying and the put-downs. and It's just terrible. The people on there are so fake. They are so fake, believe it or not. I think back to my time when I was in high school. High school, I hated. I couldn't wait to graduate. I didn't like anybody in the class. I disliked people in my class because of how they acted. Some of them thought they were too goody two-shoes and others don't give you the time or day. They were very rude. And I'm like, what kind of a class is this? And I sometimes wish I wasn't in this class. Sometimes I wish I was in classes before because I had friends from grades that were under me. And I had more rapport with them than I did with my own class. Isn't that bizarre? 
I had more friends when I was with the younger grades, you know, like the freshman, the sophomore. No one in the senior or junior class really appealed to me, okay? And then one friend in particular that was a neighborhood friend and she lived on the next block. That's the one that started the whole Facebook war when I put up the picture of myself. All of a sudden she turned high and mighty. She's a Jehovah's Witness. I'm like, stop doing that. I'm not, I didn't, first of all, I don't know where you got your two cents. And second of all, she claims that I never was baptized. Yeah, well, I have the papers to prove it. I was baptized as a baby. Doesn't that count? No, no, no. You have to be baptized as an adult as well. That's your religion. That's not mine. Every religion is different. Respect that. And then she said that I committed a sin. And I said, ho, 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 ho. All right, now, wait a minute. Back up a minute. I committed a sin. Was I the one that was a teenager and got pregnant? Was I the one who ran to New York to be with the father of my baby? No, I didn't do that. You did that. All of a sudden, now you've reformed? Come on, seriously? You cannot compare me to you. I've never done anything like that. Had sex with no protection? You got yourself pregnant on purpose. That's the way I see it. And you ran off to be with the father of the baby. But then when you found out the father of the baby was mean to your son, you came back and begged for forgiveness from your family. And they had to take you in because that's what family does, correct? Then don't tell me that I've sinned. I have not sinned. She would put that on me. That's why I don't like Facebook. Facebook, there's always a war between everybody. Every time somebody has to put their two cents in. And then it creates more tension and more conflict. I stay away from Facebook. I don't even not on there anymore. Now, I didn't close my account, but I could. I wanted to do that because I just don't like it. I don't like when people just attack you because they think that they can. They think, well, I'm behind the screen. No one's going to know that it's me. Ho, ho, I can find your IP address and, and see where you're at. You don't think that I could do that? Hackers do it all the time, but I'm not a hacker. I don't want someone attacking me because of the things that I've done in my life. Now, I could tell you my story again in one word. Survivor. Survivor. I survived life. You can survive life. If all of you are going through an obstacle, if all of you are going through some kind of a tragedy, a crisis, an illness, you will get through it. But if you have the mentality of, I can't do this, and have that negative, that negative uh, vibe, then no, you're not going to get through it. If you're a pessimist and you think, well, I can't do this, I'm not going to get through this, I'm always going to be in this, this situation, well, then you're going to put yourself in that situation. You can't blame anybody but yourself. But what you need to do is get out of that negative mindset. Everything that we go through in our lifetime is temporary. Everything. All the obstacles and crises. But in order for you to survive in this negative world, you have to be positive. You have to. Now, I'm saying all of that to you in the way I feel right now. And someone said to me, well, now listen to yourself. Take your own advice. I can't. I cannot take my own advice. I'm afraid if I take my own advice, it would not apply to me. It would backfire. And they said, well, how do you know? Because I know. I just know. I know me. 
Now, it's okay for me to get emotional because, again, I said to you in the last podcast, emotions are a sign of strength. Crying and laughter, every emotion that you come across in your life, every emotion that you've experienced is a sign of strength. If someone comes up to you and says, no, that's a sign of weakness, don't listen to them. You know yourself of, of, your, of what you feel. And if you feel you want to cry, cry. If you want to scream, scream. If you want to yell, yell. Just don't do it in front of the people that love you. You know, the people that are in your life. You don't want to cause that type of tension. If you need to scream and yell, go outside, take a walk and scream like 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 mad. Just do it. Now, will people think you're crazy? Let them. A lot of people, like I said, handle their emotions in a different way. Not everybody reacts to the same way to, to things. Think about it. For once in my lifetime, I've always wanted to have, quote, a surprise birthday party. And when I was growing up, I never was even invited to a friend's birthday that I could remember. Nobody included me, so I was like, okay, that's how it's going to be. That's fine. You know? I never had a proper birthday celebration. I can't remember a time in my life when I had an actual surprise party where someone planned a big birthday party for me. That would have been nice. I would have been, oh my God, the love. And, and, and I don't care about the gifts or anything like that. But I do want people around me. It makes the birthday extra special. When you think about your birthdays, can you ever remember a time when you were a child where you were invited to a birthday party or you had a birthday party? I had a birthday party and the only people that came were my family because I knew that if I invited this, my, my classmates, they wouldn't come. I don't know why. But um, I don't remember ever going to anybody's birthday party. Nobody ever invited me. Most of the times we had our parties in school, but that was just, just in, in that time. They said, oh, we're going to have a party afterwards. You want to come? I never got an invitation. So I guess I wasn't very well liked then. And even now, you know, I don't know why people don't want to approach me. It bothers me, you know. I don't know why it is what it is. But, um... I don't know. I just think that when you're on social media, it's worse because not everybody is, quote, happy. Think about it. Do you think a lot of the people on there that do the things that they do to entertain others, do you think they're really happy? They are struggling with problems, too. You just don't see it. They're not going to come out to you and say, hey, look, I'm depressed. No, they're not going to tell you that. They're going to make you think that they have a glorious life, glamorous, glorious. They have all this stuff they're happy yeah that there's no such thing there is such a thing as happiness but when you're too happy you're hiding something seriously you're hiding something you're hiding who you really are your true identity your true identity you know the thing that I and I think I, 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 I follow people, and they followed me. I don't really interact with many people because most of the times when I interact, they're trying to sell me something. 
or they get right into it. First, they'll say, hi, how are you? How are you doing? Great. And then you have the conversation. All of a sudden, you know what? Have you ever heard of? And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Don't try to sell me and don't try to, you know, make me believe that, oh, I can make this amount of money by doing this. No. Most of the times, nine times out of ten of the people that you deal with on there are scammers. They're scammers. If they were real, they wouldn't be showing all of this stuff for you. They wouldn't be telling you, hey, look, I want to sell you something. See, now with me, I want to pitch something to you. I don't want to sell. I have an idea that I'm still thinking of. I just don't know if I should do it on Instagram. Because I think that on Instagram, there are too many people promoting their businesses. They want that. But they're doing it because of money. I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing it to help others, to give back. When people are having, as I said, when they're going through cancer, these bracelets that I wear, these, then that's why I have the name for it, coils for cancer, coils, coil bracelets, okay? But they really are. What they originally are, are they're spiral. They come in different colors. They had a key ring attached to it. I took the key ring out. I took the key ring out and I, and I just made it into a bracelet. And I wear them. Now I have three colors that I'm wearing. Blue, black, and purple. Black was for my father because when my father passed away from lung cancer, I was devastated and the bond of me and him as father and daughter were broken. So I wore black in remembrance of all the, the times that we shared. Now you're going to say, why black? Because it was the blackest time of my life when I lost my father and there was a time that I denied his death. Then there's the blue. The blue was everything. Suicide, depression, loneliness, um, abuse, because, and rape. Forgot the rape because that was after, maybe a couple of months after my father was gone that I was assaulted, but I survived it. I survived depression and loneliness and, and everything in between. All the emotions kept coming out. Then the purple was the victory when I actually beat breast cancer and I got a second chance at life. So God and my mother got me well, 100% well. And I was able now to say, hey, I'm gonna take that second chance. Now I didn't do it right away. It took me a long time to, to really, because I was trying to put the, the cancer behind me. But then I said to myself, I'm not gonna do this. What I'm gonna do is this. I am going to do what I have to do to help others. Now, you know what I want for compensation? If you ask me, what do you want for compensation? Because apparently you don't want money. You're right, I don't want money. I want a little trophy with my name saying she's a good humanitarian. She's a giver. She helped a lot of people. That's what I want. You know, the type of award where you feel proud, you can display it. That's what I want. I never got that in my life. In all the things that I've done, it's just been terrible. It's just been very terrible. I haven't had any type of a medal or award that was ever given to me. I can't remember a time like that. The thing that I know is this. It's good to praise people. I'm not talking about it all the time, but when somebody does something, they work their hardest to impress you. They, they did what they did, they, they did what you asked them to do. They should get the praise. 
if you have two people that are doing the same job, one is really committed to the job, the other one isn't, but yet the other one, you yourself, who has done the job and has done the work, doesn't get, quote, any type of recognition, but will give it to the slacker? What's up with that? I've seen that happen on the job, where someone who doesn't is not committed to the job 110% will slack off, I've got plenty of time, it's, you know, I have plenty of time, you know, and when the deadline comes near, that's when they panic. But then you have the person like myself who will do this job four or five weeks in advance before the deadline, so I'm not going to sit there and panic and think, oh my God, I'm not going to get it. Think about that. Now who gets recognition? You know who gets recognition? The slacker gets recognition. He steals your idea. And you're like, wait a minute. That was my idea. But you can't prove it, right? Oh, I can prove it. I have everything that I need to prove you wrong. You just created chaos right now. You believed in someone who didn't even want to do the job. He took his time and do it. He had plenty of time to do it. And then at the last minute, stole my idea. Now who gets recognition? If you think about this, in the workforce, if you've noticed, there are introverts and extroverts. How do you know who's who? Well, you can tell who the introverts are. They're the people that are 100% dedicated to their job. They don't have time to sit there and gossip around the water cooler. They don't have time to sit there and chit chat. They come in early, they stay late, they do their work. The extroverts, don't do any of that. If they do that, I would be surprised. I've seen it in, my, in, in the workplace I've been at. That's why I sometimes said, yes, I can work in a team, but it all depends on the team that you're going to put me in. If you're going to put me in a team where the people don't care, oh, you know, we've got plenty of time, this because that happened to me in school. I had to work on a project in school, and I could tell you I will never do that again. I'd rather do it myself. I know that I can get it done earlier. I could focus on it, get it out of the way, and not think about it. When it comes time to hand it in, it's already done. And there's my A+, plus because I gave it 110%. If you're in a group and you have people that are slacking, in other words, yeah, you know, we've got plenty of time, and they do a crappy job, guess what? You're, you're, the grade that they get is going to be with on you, too. That's not fair. I'm sorry, that is not fair. That's why at work, I'd rather do it myself, because I know that I can get it done myself. I don't need help. I don't need help. You think about it. Introverts should get the promotions. They should be moved up ahead. They should get that recognition. Extroverts shouldn't. Because extroverts, all they care about is, oh, when are we going to see each other after work? Oh, we're going to go to the club. We're going to go to the bar. We're going to do this. We're going to, no, 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 no. If it's on a Friday and you have a deadline to do, and and I've seen people rush out the door at 5 o'clock, I stay behind because I want to get this work done. I don't want to think about it on the weekend. I don't want to think about it the next day. I want to be able to start on the next project. That's the difference between me and another person. Now, if you say to yourself, can I do this in an actual company? I can. You know the questions they ask when you fill out an application for a job? That's those questions that they ask you. Can you be 100% committed to your job? Yes. And I even said, I will come in extra early. I will come in early. I will stay late. I will get the results. I'll be persistent. I'll do whatever it takes to get it because people rely on you. 
You're the main person that they go to. But now what's depressing me is I can't even find that job. Because again, employers are very picky. Oh, you've got too many gaps on your resume. Okay, well, maybe did you ever think about life issues, illnesses, dramas, all that stuff people have in their lives. It can't be helped. But you think to yourself, maybe they'll give me a break. Yeah, they won't. That's the problem. You have to have a steady job history, this and that. But what about the pandemic? People were out of work. Think about that. The majority of the people that were lucky enough to have their jobs, wonderful that their jobs were safe, but there are others that struggles. You know what industries are doing well right now? Transportation, logistics, and supply chain. Those are the three that, that are actually doing better than any, all, any of the other industries, better than the, the IT industry, better than retail, better than um, manufacturing, better than uh, hotel and tourism. Those three, because even during the pandemic, those industries stood tall because people were constantly ordering stuff from overseas. You've got import-export. So that's what you have. But see, nobody understands that. That's why I think it's a big slap in the face when you tell me you're overqualified, you're underqualified, or you just don't have enough work experience. You've been out of work since two years, but did you ever stop to think I had a personal crisis? If I can mention that to you, now some, com- some companies are understanding and some aren't. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe I should work outside of the field. That's why I think maybe I should go into auditioning, do a commercial. You know, some places you don't have to have experience. They take all ages, all types to do whatever commercial and you make money from it. That's a good money. That's good money to make. And some are willing to come to you, believe it or not. Others, well, yes, you need to travel. Now, for me, I would like to get out there. I've been making videos, but I would also like to do, like, more than that. Just because if I was able enough to go on LinkedIn Live and tell my story about how I survived cancer and everything else, and then showing the battle scar, not many women would have done that. Many women were too shy to do that. I'm not shy. I came out and showed it. Why? Because I wanted everybody to know this is what happens when you prolong going to the doctor. Do not be like me. And this is particularly for breast cancer. Again, I don't know how, what other cancers, what people go through with other cancers. But even so, when there's something in your body and you're not sure what it is, have a peace of mind and go get it checked. That way you can save your life in the process and you don't think, well, I'm just going to put it off and then whatever it is will get bigger and it will spread to every part of your body and then when you go back into the doctor for a checkup, you have cancer. Well, that's on you then. That's on you. You made that decision because you think to yourself, it was nothing. It became something. It became something. See, now I'm preaching. Now my LinkedIn contact said to me, you know how to present ideas and facts. You're a good storyteller. Get out there and do it. I'm like, I am trying. I don't know how to set up a YouTube channel. Does anybody out there know how to set up a YouTube channel? I tried to do it from my phone. I don't have the capability of doing it. I could try to do it from a laptop, but I don't know if that's going to work. And anytime you share a video, it has to be under a certain amount of time. You know what? That's BS. Because when I do these podcasts, I go over the time. And I'm sure people listen, but I'm not grabbing the audience I want to listen to. I looked at the analytics. You know what the age group is that people are listening to? Over 60 and they're all men. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for 
every group, every age group, men, women, young adults, whoever, and all the people around the world. It's, it's United States, but it's all global. I want to reach the global audience. That's my main mission. That's why I'm trying to do this thing. Try to become, quote, a full-time ambassador. Ambassador, meaning worldwide. You go globally around the world to do this stuff. I would like to think that I can do that. But you know what? I need help in the process. I don't know who to talk to, and I don't know who to go to. And that's why I'm appealing to anybody. Anybody has connections? You know, they say, well, why don't you start volunteering? But you don't get paid for it. And right now, I'm in a financial situation where I have to get my bills paid before I can even make this make this happen. Otherwise, I'll be, quote, constantly struggling. So that's why I say, in life, whatever type of struggles you're going through, whether they're uh, personal crisis, an illness, a death, you're going to get through it. But you have to be patient and you have to be positive. Now, again, when, when you're grieving for someone, everyone grieves differently and it's okay to show your emotions. But when you don't show your emotions, when you don't show any emotion to anything, there's something seriously wrong. You are hiding something. You're not being true to yourself. You're not being true to yourself. That's why I say it's very, 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 very important, very important that you remain positive. Because if you don't remain positive, you're not going to get through anything in life. Think about this. Even the happiest people, if you ever go on social media, not everyone is 100% happy. And just because they're up there, up there, they have their own personal problems and struggles. Do you ever stop to think about that? You think that the people that are, quote, wealthy, that have all this money and this fame and luxury, do you think that they're happy? No. But they're not going to tell you that. But I can figure it out. Come on. Does it take a genius to figure that out? If I can come out to you personally on Instagram, I can say to you, in less than three minutes, I am depressed. Will I get somebody to engage with me? Probably not, because people don't want the depression. But you know what? You don't walk away from someone who's depressed, because right now you don't know what their mental state is, what they're thinking. What if they're saying to you, but they can't say it to you, hey, I'm depressed. Uh, I don't think I want to go on. I want to do away with my life. You take that seriously. And if it's someone in your who's in your life, someone who means something to you or a friend, you take it seriously, 100% seriously. You don't joke around with something like that. You just don't. Because it's very important. That's why I said the things that I want to do in my lifetime is to help others, but to also be there for someone when they're going through a down day. Everybody has down days. Everybody has days when they're depressed, when they can't get, get up out of bed, when they can't even fend for themselves, when they can't even, they think that they have nobody around to talk to. Hey, talk to me. Message me. I can get you through it. I can tell you what I went through and how I dealt with it. But again, I'm just giving you my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. And besides, anything that you do in your lifetime, 
all those problems, you solve them on your own. That's why I think life throws a curveball. For me, I got through it. If you ask me, how did you get through life's struggles? How did you survive? Well, you have to. I could not give up. You know what stopped me from doing what I was going to do to myself? My mother. Let's just put it this way. Because, again, it's hard for me to talk about her when she's not here. She helped me through my most difficult time. She got me out of the darkness. And there was a time in my life when I was just so ready to give up on myself and the people around me. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't leave her behind. I had made a promise to my father many years even before he passed. He said, if anything should ever happen to me, I want you to promise me you will take care of your mother. Promise me. Because if you break that promise, if you tell me, well, yes, Dad, I promise I will take care of Mother, and then you go out and you do something like try to hurt yourself, I will not forgive you. Because there, you broke your promise. You can't go back on your promise. If you tell me you're going to take care of her, and then you go out and do something to hurt yourself, I'm not going to have any respect for you. All right? And I'm not going to forgive you. And it's on you. Whatever you, the choices that you make in your lifetime is on you. That's why I said, be careful of what you say. And really think about what you want to do. If you say to yourself, yeah, I, don't have, I have nobody in my life. There's nothing going on that's really great. Oh, I think I'm just going to kill myself. Those words are powerful. First of all, it's the greatest sin. And second of all, you have to think about the people in your life. You don't want them to suffer because if you're gone, they're going to blame themselves. That always happens. Whenever somebody takes their own life, you know who gets the blame or blames themselves? The people that are left behind. I could have done this. I should have done this. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. But you didn't. When that person came to you for help, you shunned them away. When that person says, hey, look, I want to talk. You didn't have time for them. Make time. If someone comes up to you and says, I feel like doing this, listen. Listen to what they're saying. They may not be at that right frame of mind, but don't ever walk away from someone. And then what happens if that person takes their own life? You are going to feel guilty. It's as if you committed a crime against that person even though they took their own life, which is, again, the biggest sin. And God looks upon you and say, I'm not going to forgive you. Now you're not even going to heaven or hell. You're going nowhere. So I think it's very important very important that you pay attention to the warning sign if, whether it's a friend of yours whether it's you know just it could be a random stranger when someone makes a statement like that you don't walk away because if they do something themselves the guilt's gonna eat at you 
you can try to get them help, but sometimes, oh, I don't want to go to therapy, or I don't want, you know, or they'll try to convince you that they're okay. No. Find out what's going on and talk with them. Help them out. Trust me, you will save a life and you will feel great about saving someone's life. That's a great thing. I mean, think about that. I went through it many times in my life. And I almost, believe it or not, in one of my old places that I used to work at, my former manager did that. She knew I was depressed and she actually... We, we talked, we, we, we went out for lunch together, but at one point I thought she was gonna put me in a mental thing, and I said, no, 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 I, won't, I don't wanna go into a mental thing, they're gonna put me in a straitjacket and lock me up, and I don't want that. So I said, no. So I said, this time it will be different. So that's why I say, um, if you can get through life's obstacles, or if I can get through any of life's obstacles, so can you. You just have to be determined and focused and to be positive and really, really love yourself. If you don't love yourself, it's not going to work. Before anybody can love you, you have to really, truly love yourself. So I'm going to let you guys go because I'm over the time here. It's a little after 12 in the afternoon. So I just want to say God bless all of you. Stay strong. Stay safe. Be positive in a negative world. Be positive because you can get through life. If you have a negative mentality, then I'm sorry to say it, you're not going to get through it. And it's just going to be all the more difficult. So God bless all of you. Stay safe. Stay strong. Take care.